Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Ed Rogan Show. This is not to be confused with The Joe Rogan Show, because here we will not be discussing DMT, deer hunting, or jujitsu. We will be discussing literacy and sponsors. Far more exciting content here, folks. More specifically, we'll... We will be talking about how literacy can be naturally and seamlessly woven into a person's life, and as a direct result, they become proficient with literacy as it's been ingrained in their minds from such a young age, and they've been surrounded by it their entire lives. Now that, to me, sounds entirely possible. And I know it's entirely possible because I interviewed a friend of mine who is in this exact same situation. And now, she may not be an MMA fighter, Bernie Sanders, or Elon Musk, but here at the Ed Rogan Show, we interview my friends. And this friend goes by the name of Emma. And in my talk with her, I found out that she is a very avid reader and writer, and has always been interested in these things from a very, very young age. Let me tell you folks, this girl has a very wide array of genres that she reads, everything from science to statistics to horror. She was influenced by her mother, who being an English teacher got her into reading and writing, and the only major reader in her household was her mom. So from childhood, Emma was exposed to a higher level of reading and writing due to the presence of her mother. Developing an interest in reading because your mom teaches English seems very, very plausible to me. She also told me how her interest in reading and writing organically developed over her lifetime, starting by writing what she describes as a Sleeping Beauty ripoff and having the story read to her by her mom. I remember being really, really, really little and sitting on my parents' bed and then reading this Sleeping Beauty book and then thinking, I want to write that. So I wrote a really bad ripoff of the Sleeping Beauty <laughs> book. <laughs> and instead of kissing at the end, they hugged because I was a little kid and I thought kissing was gross. <laughs> so I'm like, and they hugged and she woke up and it was... She then began writing more detailed pieces, more related to fantasy and adventure, with a lot more emphasis on character development and story. In later years, she began drawing inspiration from things and events in her surroundings, such as Cat's glowing eyes from behind the washing machine, which she decided to create a story about and named it The Creature Behind the Washing Machine. Here we go, my, I was playing with my cat, and she ran behind the washing machine, and... Um, the washing machine room was dark and she would poke her head out and then hide back inside again and her eyes would glow whenever she came out in the light and I thought oh that's kind of creepy and so I wrote a little horror story about like the creature behind the washing machine <laughs> with the glowing eyes as I'm playing with my cat and I wrote that in like an hour and I didn't write another thing for like a month after that and so it's really those kinds of situations that spark things and what really fascinated me about all of this is how naturally she gravitated towards these activities, and I believe it to be due to the prominent influence of her sponsor, who is her mother. It almost seems like she was destined to take up these activities because of her mom, just as a result of being in such close proximity to someone so into reading and writing. This kind of phenomenon can be seen in many other facets of life as well, and does not only pertain to literacy. It is actually a very straightforward concept. Someone is surrounded by a certain stimulus growing up, and it influences them in, in a way that allows them to, to harness that stimulus later on in life and develop it. Um, I, for example, can recall being surrounded by a lot of kids who love to draw and sketch. When we were all in the same, into the same kind of movies and shows, 
Um, just, you know, the things that young children are into at elementary school age. And I would spend hours doodling away my favorite cartoon characters, and soon enough I, um, I became pretty good at it. Um, <coughs> sorry about that, have a little cold going on here. And, where was I? Yeah, I would spend hours just doodling my favorite cartoon characters and all manner of other things. Then carry that interest with me throughout my entire life. I, um... I remember even up through high school, I, I can't remember a single year or class where my notebooks didn't have doodles or sketches in them. So I definitely see that correlation in other areas of life as well. And, well, everybody, that's all I wanted to share with you. It's an idea that really stuck out to me because of my interview. And that concludes today's episode of the Ed Rogan Experience. Tune in next week to see me interview Joey Diaz for the 90th time in a row. Hope to see you guys back then.